difference between what it means to be good when you're trying to be epic. Uh, no, you don't gotta believe in me. Nothing can stop me. I already said it. I'm taking everything they stole from us. Yeah. You got your problems, I'm a whole nother. I'm giving people something to believe in. I'ma show them freedom like a bone cutter. We gon' fight back. Yeah. We breaking chains over here. Yeah. And you can stay over there. Stay. Cause this is revolution mixed with execution. We insane well, over here. Last call. Last call with the alcohol only on the Blue Wire Hustle Network. And once again, join me on the line. Uh, this man, well, he is still undefeated. Now he is looking for a home. He's looking for anybody who wants to fight him. He is he's basically off, have contract, will travel, as they say, fresh off the July 3rd big win over John Fernandez. I gave you once again from the Dominican Republic. I give you Lazara Ali. I give you it is uh, Michelle Rivera. Michelle, let's start off here with. So, w- uh, where are you hoping to stay at? Because you dabbled at one forty, you got you fought at one thirty, you fought at one thirty five. Like, what is the weight class you're looking at? Going, this is my home. This is where I want to stay going forward. Uh, no, no, hello. Uh, but first, uh, I I, I want to stay there in one thirty five. You know, obviously in. Like, I want to make something, like, get a title in 135 and after. I can go for 140, 147 because I'm told and I have the body for fight in other classes, you know, another way of the division. And But I, I, I believe to make my name in 135 because this is the way now the, the everybody has talent. Everybody uh, is, is, is good, you know, have skills. And, and I, I want to prove there, you know, is this. So, take me to the last fight with John Fernandez. We talked about it last time here, but looking back at it, how much do you like the fact that this is a fight that showed toughness, where, okay, yeah, I got knocked down. Okay, yep, things aren't going my way. But you, you got stronger, you carried your power, and that you were able to win a fight which... You know, thing, as I said, you had to go to plan B. He was winning, you know, before, going into the seventh and eighth round, and you had to find something different to turn it around to beat him. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, really, this fight is, is the best fight of my career now. And for me, that is not, it's not a knockdown. I, I still say in the same. Because if you see the fight, you see the moment that I am, the, that I am down, I don't want to be balanced. Just... In in the round, I remember the round. It's like round six that I get the knockdown, but it's knocked down because the referee say it's knocked down. Okay, I don't always, I don't always speak, I don't always like fight with the uh, uh, referee if you say it's knocked down, it's knocked down. But I don't want to darling in this moment because I was trying to to hit him with uppercut. Then I, I move so much like for the left, and he he, he was trying to. To hit me, he can't hit me. And when he touched me in the like, like elbow or, or shoulder, I don't remember good. I lose the balance and I was down. But I was, and I know that they have power. Then he was trying to make something like because I know that Fernandez was a good boxer, good proffer, a prospect with a, a lot of lot of power. But I know, I know that I have power too. And everybody see that I can, I, I can be in the. Top now in top five, uh, uh, top uh, top five in one thirty five now. I'm uh, and strong, and and everybody see this, and I see this uh, before of the fight that everybody will see who is Michelle Rivera, you know, and and everybody know who is Michelle Rivera. It's like they is getting this, you know, under recognition of Muhammad Ali, and I was watching this, I was watching this, you know, uh, but for now it was good, but for me. It was was a good fight, but for me there was a knockdown because I lost the balling. But okay, it's you understand what you're saying. He said it's knocked down. Okay, no problem with this. But this fight was decided because it's my first eliminator, and I was waiting. So I was waiting the the fight the mandatory for Rolando Romero. But you know, so it happened always. So I know me and my co-host Costco Show have talked about this off air here regarding your future. That's so you want to do 135. How tough is it though when the champions are all with Bob Arum, Teofimo Lopez, 
Bob Arum. Uh, Vasily Lomachenko, Bob Arum. Devin Haney, who knows what the hell he's doing here. I mean, how tough is it, you know, at it, this weight class 135 when you have here we have two promoters, your guy and the other guy, and well, there's a there's a it's a blood feud. Neither guy wants to work with each other because, well, Bob Arum's Bob Arum, and Al Hayden probably can't stand being in a room without well Bob Arum. Ask repeating the equation, please. I don't know. Listen, you, you say you want to stay at 135. How tough is that, though, when the most all the champions are with a promoter that your you your, your promoter or manager, Al Heyman, you know, just for whatever reason, they can't get along. They don't want to do business with each other unless they're forced to. Oh, really? This boxer is it's difficult. It's like what they can tell you. This boxer fight for different 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 channels you know like uh al Heyman is fox uh bob Barton is spn and it's like the sun uh, it's the same but it's difficult like five with this guy with that war in in other tv like, like teofimo is spn like top rank it's difficult when when i when i am fighting for showtime or i'm fighting for pvc that that happened you know just the 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 guy that I can fight, I believe in this in this way is like Yerbonta Davis, that is fighting too for is it in in the same TV that I am too, you know, and it, it's like this. Really, I don't understand good the equation, but yes, I can say this. No, no, you did a great <laughs> job answering that question here, and so I guess here's a bit the, the, the what's Plan B? Because I'm guessing. You know, you've had your eye on Gervonta Davis. You looked at, you know, his last couple fights, and you probably are thinking, I could beat him. You get me in a ring with him, I will, I will, I will, I could beat him. So, is there, you know, is that plan B for you and your team, Bet? If you can't get a Teofimo Lopez or you can't get Vasily Lomachenko, you'll fight Gervonta Davis at 135 or 140 because it's a fight that hopefully can be made because both but, you guys but, are with Yeah. But I, 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 I'm ready for the old 135. Uh, I don't know, like this guy or this guy. I don't have name. Like, obviously, I want to fight with Chaponta Davis. You know, I want to get just title. I want to fight with a guy that have world title. I don't know. I, 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 I don't have problem with David Haney, is uh, uh, Teofimo Lopez, but they is like is so careful. They, you know, they don't want to fight with uh, with these guys. Oh, it's it's, it's it's very complicated. They don't want to fight with with. with this guy of this guy that is tough, they they look uh, somebody that make that he look good. You know say what they are saying? They they don't want a real fight. The same it's the same, the same shit, you know? Is this and excuse me for the word. No, no, hey, this is your this is your interview. You want curse, you can curse. Well, all power to you. <laughs> but but it is, you know. It, they don't want to really fight. They just look in some something I'm number two in WBA. I'm I, in the old rankings in boxing, and they is not looking me. You know, I win the eliminator. They they know me and they don't look me. Then I don't know what's going on. Just they look a guy that that if you look is you know, in the rankings. Uh, they is smaller. Uh, they is fighting 135, but they look guys like 126, like Ryan Garcia that made the same. You know and I don't know what's going on. They, me, I'm fighting with guys that are fighting 147, fighting 40, 140, and guys that is tough. You can see my record. Uh, when I will come here, my third fire, I fight with uh, Memphis, that is Miller, uh, Flame Weather promotion, that is a good prospect too. And always I'm fighting because I'm real, real boxer. They, they just believe that the boxing is in social media. You know what they are saying? So how did you become a real boxer? Mm. What do you consider a real boxer? Oh, I consider a real boxer when you fight with the best boxer that you know that it will prove with these guys. You know, you can look like if you are 135 and mm -hmm. you, you, you have to lose, you are always like in 155 and you have to lose like 20 pounds for, for, for major weight. You can lose a guy like he's fighting in 122 and he will up 135 because he don't have to make weight because this is natural way that they have to do. You know what they are saying? Smaller guy that make easier uh, they, they try to like everything make, make look easier uh, th that they look good guy with good record but 
it's not like not like difficult for days. You know what they are saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah. So the guy who's in a different weight class will lose weight to be to make it easier on himself. Yes, yeah, so, but no, no, not the old boxers, not the, the, the old boxers, but yeah. I say like Ryan Garcia is mm -hmm. is doing the, the the same shit. It's the same. It's the same. It's look smaller guys and it's guy guys that that is you know in the ranking and mm -hmm. he no he give no call in two rounds, two rounds and just this and and he is super star for this. I don't understand this really boxing. Sometimes like. <laughs> It's like crazy, you know? And so if you can beat someone here, like that from a higher rank that made themselves lesser, but saying what? something about yourself, is that what you're saying? Tell me, I, I don't listen. Tell me, tell me you, I don't listen, excuse, excuse me, okay? Sure, but you're saying that a boxer who lost weight to get in a lower weight class level, if you can beat that guy, that says something about yourself, correct? Uh, repeat? <laughs> <laughs> So I guess, so for you, how much do you enjoy the fact when you're beating guys who, they they drop down a weight. They were the naturally bigger guy. Yeah. And even though they're bigger, you know, come fight night. Whether uh, it's a Ryan Garcia, uh, real, real, there at 147. Yeah, just, yeah. You can it's still like saying them. real 135, you know, real 135. It's like I'm real 135 because I have to look, I, I have the height for me. It's like David Haney is, is real 135. Yeah, but the Davis is a smaller guy. It's not tall, but it's he have a big big body, you know, like smaller but mm. bigger. And he is, I can say that he is one, he is one thirty five. Uh, uh, Ryan Garcia is one thirty five because his height. But the guy that he look is no real one thirty five. And you can look these guys in both rec, and you see before fight uh, back fights before of Ryan Garcia, they was fighting in one one twenty six. You know what they are saying? They, they, they is no 135 and they is no in the ranking. Like, because I understand now, I am number two in WBA. The old boxer that I have to fight is guy that is tough, like, like guy, guy, guy with big record. You know what they are saying? Like guy that you have to be careful because they can beat in you too. They have talent, ta talent, you, talent too. Then, uh, in, in, in this level, you know, because they say that it's top, top five. When you are in top five, the old guy is good. You know what they are saying? Then uh, the old option that he look, that they look, is not like real guys that, that, that they have, that they have to fight with these guys. So like me, I'm waiting my opportunity the, for, for the eliminator. Then with uh, Rolly, Rolly don't want to fight me. Rolly uh, was looking, I understand they, they quite the, the, the title now. But before of this, he don't want to fight me too. You know what they are saying? And I will eliminate it. And, they, and I was waiting then the bell to fight or other guy. You know what they are saying? And it's the yeah. same. Yeah, I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You, you will understand in the future. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I get what you're saying because they're, they're really cheating a class level. Yeah, sadly. It's, right, it's right Chris? Fight. What? No, I, I get that. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I guess how much of that is the reason you want to stay at 135? You don't want to be one of these guys who jumps up in weight and just chases big fights where it's like, okay, yeah, I really don't want to stay at my weight class. I just want to go for the money. I want to fight anybody who has a name. Doesn't matter if they're good or not. I just want, you know, to fight the, the big money fights. I bet you yeah. want to fight for a title. You want to unify a division first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that is what I say. What I'm saying, but the big money is in the big fights. It's like big fight is Teofimo Lopez versus Gervonta Davis. You know what they are saying? It's like guys that that is the real money. You know what they are saying? They want to make money. They have to 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 fight days. Not like guys that get day for Panama guy or the one guy that is fighting Panama and they don't know much about this guy and he come and he give no cow in two rounds. You know what they are saying? That, that, that is not real money. Yeah, it's real money for him. Like, but me, that is different because it's like different. The promotion that TV give, like Jabonta Davis, a promotion that they give for a, a Ryan Garcia, they is winning money. But me, I have to make my name uh, 
killing mm. killing guys. It's like I have to, to give like 10 knockouts, a, a amazing knockout for everybody know me. You know what they are saying? To make and a name for saying, yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. I have to make to make my name myself. Because so I know un grande nombre. Is that what you're saying? Right? Because you're exactly. Okay. Yeah. I don't so have what do you name. want for the future then? Is that what you want? The big fights? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't understand what they're saying too. I yeah, I want to be fight, obviously, of course. And I and I know if God listen to me, I'm praying for this. Uh, the big fight is coming too. I don't know where, but it's coming. I, I'm ready just now for my fight that is is uh, in this month, October 30, in Showtime, and I will, def I will, def I will make a def defense, defense. I see the title that I have it, uh, USBA. The uh, or FIP, 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 is FIP <laughs> association? This association, yeah, the FIP. I was, I was defending this title in my next fight. So who would be? A really big opponent for you that you would like to fight, like oh oh, Javonta uh, Davis, uh, like guys like Teofimo Lopez, uh, Linares. You know what they say that that guy's bigger. Uh, John Fernandez was good, was good, was tough, strong, uh, was good guy. You know, but he don't have like big name. You know what they are saying? He is good, yeah. but he don't have like big name because he's famous in Spain. But here, anybody know about him? Okay. So you want more of the big names? Oh, they, oh, they've been Haney. They've been Haney too. Yeah, too. They've been Haney, Ren Garcia. They all want to defy that unit that, that everybody knows. <laughs> I'm ready for these guys. You know, I'm ready for these guys. That's boxing. That, that's boxing. I'm ready for, this fight, for these guys. That's good. What makes you ready for these guys? Yeah, of course. I'm ready for these guys. Yes. What, what, what do you do to be ready? What? What do you do? What do you? Oh, living in the gym, like every the all day is practicing three to practice in the day, like like I literally I live I live in the in the gym sometimes. Now sleep, now eat, I'm, live, breathe. Yeah, I'm living in the gym. It's really yeah, it's true. I, I, I can't send you a picture if you want. It's true. I live in the gym. And my 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 room is number six. Room number six. Oh, yeah, wow. How many guys... hours do you think that you're at the gym? How many Contra hours? Horas in El Gimnasio. Like the old 24 hours. <laughs> really? I there, I'm 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 everything there. It's like it's my life there. When I am then in camp, they I know what I will fight. I move there. Mm -hmm. I move there. Just I go for my for my house to my family like Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. But they you have your mail there they... too. <laughs> uh, your mail? Does the does the mailman bring you mail too at the gym? Yeah, but it's like the food <laughs> coming always is diet. You know, it's like diet food. It's like for for the microwave. You know. Mm, so you have a meal plan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And excuse me, uh, my English is good for a speak, but sometimes I don't understand much. You know what they are saying? Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. But do you believe that it was good? Yes. I understand everything? I think you're doing very well. Oh, okay. What do you think, Chris? What do you think, I'm Chris? So excited. <laughs> that was my question for you, Michelle. How tough has it been for you having to... Not just learn English, but the idioms, the you know, the slang, the sayings, because it's not like you know, you read English, and go, oh yeah, I understand everything. It's, there are things like, oh, I'm all set. How's it hanging? And I'm guessing there's times you're like, what the hell is this person saying? You make no sense. I, what do you mean you're all set? No, no, no. Why? What do you mean? Uh, you know, I'm fine. It's, it's a bit. Who helps you in terms of like teaching you not just English, but like conversation English so that you could talk to somebody they'll be able to speak you know and use all phrases and you know double innuendos you understand I go I have no idea what the hell you just said you crazy person well well it's, it's like I, I was you know 
I was I learned English in Dominican, but truly I started speaking English when I come here. And here in Miami, everybody talks Spanish too. Then I try to learn English with my coach Herman. Because uh, you know, I, I try. I, I speak English for he say me something in English and I understand. Uh, and I try to understand this, but uh, I I I was studying English in Dominican and I, when I come here, I don't was sure if I know to speak English. You know what they are saying? Uh, mm -hmm. When I started like so with guys in PlayStation and, and I was I, I was staying, I was understand everything that they were that they were saying. I say, ah, I know English then. Yeah, yes what it Well that's good. It's good that you keep practicing your English. Yeah. Because you course. never know when, when someone's going to how we put it, talk smack to you in the ring in English and you won't know what it might be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have one experience. <laughs> now on my last bye, I speak I speak after five uh, after five Fernandez. They asking me about the, the knockdown and like this. And I was like so excited and they, I was thinking, but the the word the word that was coming. Then I was so thinking, you know, like what to say with. I was so excited, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, that, that was a super, 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 the best night, the best night of my of my life. Well, that's good. Yeah, but yeah, okay. This is interview then. So, last question <laughs> for each of us, and Cass will ask the last one. Mine is very simple to you, uh, Michelle. It's how much do you have to sacrifice to do this? Because everybody thinks, oh, it's easy to box. I can get in there. I played, I played, you know, college football. I played basketball. I'm in good shape. And they just, you know, mm -hmm. they start hitting the heavy bag. And they think the next thing, though, they're the next, you know, Rocky Balboa. What have you had to give up? Just like normal stuff that we take for granted to become an elite level fighter. Oh, what you can tell you. It's like, I believe that the, for the boxers or the sport guys, uh, first, you have to, to feel like the sacrifice, eh, eh, okay, you, you have to like, okay, work hard, but you have to believe in you first in your mm -hmm. mind when you are in the, in the top level. You know what they are saying? It's like, eh, when you are in the top level, you know that the, the old guys is good and you say, oh, this guy is good. And if you don't are ready, if you are ready, everything, the sacrifice that you do in the gym, every, the old sacrifice that they do for, for, for gay condition, it will be ready in everybody if you are ready in, in, in yourself, in your mind. You know what they are saying in your mind? Then for me, that is the in situation. This is a hard, hard sport. And sometimes you think if you want to follow in boxing, you know, because it's hard. Mm. Uh, I have, it's so hard. The old what boxers, is... the old boxers in moments that you, you are getting like me, when I am doing weight, it's, it's, it's hard. You know, it's diet, like no salt, no nothing. The food is like you are eating nothing. It's like you are eating water. You know what they are saying? Like for, for three months, like then you have to make, it, that is a big sacrifice. It, Anybody, no most people know about the sacrifice that you make. That the the old the old morning that you have to stand up like six a.m., five a.m. to run like uh, ten miles. You know the old the old week. That's hard. That's hard. And that just you know in yourself that, that you do this. You know because you go over the ring, but and the people don't know what what you do for for this fight. Uh, the sacrifice that you make. But if you don't feel if you don't feel ready and you say I am the best, I can do this because I am I would be the best in this way. It will be me. the sacrifice that you made the gym. It will be made nothing if you aren't ready in the mind. First, so you is, have to be. Gentlemen? Sorry, go ahead. No, is that the hardest part then about being a boxer? Is the sacrifice? What? Is is the hardest part about being a boxer? Is the sacrifice? Yeah. Yeah, no, no boxer. I believe that the, in the sport, yeah, it is the harder. It's harder because it's like I fight my last fight. I fight with uh, John Fernandez. 
but I don't understand. I, I don't understand. I, I never I stop practice. Always I'm practicing. Always you have to try that. That that don't have to be your work. That have to be your life. You know what they are saying? It's like you have yeah. to try that. That have to be necessary. You have to that live you have it. To you think. have to breathe it, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like you, you have to breathe, you have to make box, you have to breathe boxing because if when you I don't practice, want it. Yeah, it's like here. When I am here and my body is tired and it's Saturday and I practice in the morning, I say, I don't will run today because I practice in the morning. But in my mind, I'm watching Gerbonta. I say, oh, I don't know if the fight with Gerbonta come tomorrow. I have to, to stand up and run. You know what they're saying? And because I want to be 100%, 1 million percent ready for when the opportunity comes. You know what they are saying? Yeah, being and, prepared continually. So yeah, when the then, opportunity comes your way, you are ready. Yeah, you have to try this. The, the, this is the final, the final word they will say. You have to try that the boxing has to be like, in your life, it's the same that when, when you breathe, that when you breathe, it's like, it's like the same. You don't have to see the boxing like your work. You have to see the, the, the boxing like when you eat it's necessary to drink water it's well it's your body of work right yeah. it literally is your body of work all these accomplishments of yeah, what you're sorry. doing whether you win a fight whether it's a, a split decision it's your body of work that you're trying yeah. to reach one day exactly then this is what it is you can the boxer that see the boxing is work they never go for the hill like the, in the top they, they never would be in the top. The guy that is in the top because it's that they take in the boxing is of the, is in this life. They don't see the life. I believe if I don't make boxing, I will be sad all my whole life. I love my family, of course. But the whole day I am boxing. I like boxing. Oh, everything in my <laughs> telephone is boxing. Always oh, I'm wow. Watching, yeah, always I'm watching. You see my Instagram? And my Instagram is everything boxing. You know what they're saying? <laughs> I live in I live in this this sport. I love this sport. So I'm not joking. This really quick. When did this passion start? From like a young age, your your passion for boxing. What? When did your passion for boxing boxing start? What age? Like when I was like twelve, but my family was a lot of complicated because I I born in the Christian family. Mm -hmm. they, they don't like this this sport because it's like a hard that is it was like like it's not good for the christian people that you fight for really? the guys yeah it's not was good they was they was trying to put me in in baseball and when i was <laughs> like yeah really i was play baseball player and they quiet they quiet me the, the, the baseball because i fight like two times three times in the baseball and they put me again in boxing <laughs> they you know <laughs> But then I was looking problems. I don't like the problems. But I have a small, a small brother that when when he had, when he was with problem, I was getting, I was hitting the guy that was looking him like I was looking a problem a thing, you know. But yeah, this is this is, you know, the um, I love boxing. The, the first time that I see it is this. I see two guys with clothes fighting, and I say, whoa, whoa, how I feel is this? And you know, I in this moment, I started. Tell me to wrap this up once again. We are proud to have on the show. I give you one of the top top rising stars in uh, 135 through 147. I give it from the PBC and Samson Boxing. I give you it's Michelle Rivera. Michelle, before I let you go, where can fans check you out at? Where is the Twitter page, Instagram, the website? Where can fans hit you up? Oh. At? Okay, they can look me like Michelle Ali in Instagram under recognition. Everybody has to know this. Everybody has to support me in Twitter too. And Facebook is Michelle Rivera eh, La Salsa. And they can look me this in social media. Uh, just this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the, for the interview. Of course. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Excuse me. We come back. A lot more going on only on Last Call. Last Call with the alcohol only on the Blue Wire Hustle Network.
back once again, only on Last Call. Last Call with the alcohol, only on the Blue Wire Hustle Network. And well, earlier in hour number one, we heard from Michelle Rivera. Always great talking with him coming up. We're going to turn our attention, though, to some other things here. We're going from the ring to the, uh, the cage. And while this man here will be fighting once again, it will be Bellator 268. It is... Well, Nemkov versus Anglicus for the Grand Prix, Grand Prix uh, semifinals and the world title. you got Corey Anderson, Ryan Bayer, but this man here will be taking a big step up also. He'll be taking on New England's finest in a welterweight scrap. Well, it's going to be none other than Bobby, sorry, Mukmedov Brapakamov, a Russian fighter against this man here. I give you once again, all the way right now, training parts of them. We're going to find out where and when. I give you what's the realist himself. I give you Julia Willis. Uh, so, Julia, you're taking on, and I apologize for screwing this guy's name up, Mohamed Bekhamov. Hopefully, he has a nickname because what do you know about him? And have you seen any of his fights? Or it's like, okay, well, he has a record. And yeah, that's all I know about him. Yeah, man. Uh, I've watched his fights, man. I've seen uh, he's been inactive for a long time so you know i really had to dissect uh a lot of his tendencies you know what i mean because i'm pretty sure he then uh you know fix the problems you know some of the problems that we didn't seen or at least took some type of acknowledgement of them so more so having to really you know like dig deep to have our game plan working when you have a guy like that who's been out for two years and you're not sure, like, you know, what is he made any changes? Has he fixed anything? Has he added anything? How tough is that figuring out stuff when you're, you're still flying blind? I mean, we joke about, you know, if there's any video on him because he has fought in ACB, but in two years, or actually, yeah, two years. I mean, how much could, can a guy change from basic and you not know it because all he's been doing is training? Yeah, I mean, um, I believe, you know, guys could really change a lot, especially with the right coaches and the right team. And I'm saying that he is definitely with that, you know what I mean? So I'm just putting it as, like, with the great coaches that he got around him, surely, you know, they had to polish some of the, you know, bad mistakes and bad habits that I've been seeing with them. It's like, so that's why I'm like, you know, I'm really digging deep and really looking at like some of these tendencies that he got, you know what I mean? That's up all right into my game plan, you know? We're going to go back to this fight a bit. Take me back to the net, your last fight. It was you, Macon, Mendonca. It was Bellator 259. What uh, went right? Did anything go wrong in your opinion? And what is it like, you know, when you can not just win, but you can beat a guy and also take away his best weapons. I mean, this is a guy who was a, who used a lot of submissions, who knew how to wrestle, and you just took that all away from him and basically controlled most of the fight. I mean, brother, as tight, that's who I am. You know what I mean? Like, wherever you're good at, I promise you I'm willing to challenge that. You know what I mean? Like, you're good fucking black belt i'm willing to challenge that black belt you know it's like you solid at wrestling i'm willing to challenge that and it's because of you know i mean i it's like i've been in a fight game for 10 plus years but at the same time it's like you know i've been competing you know i mean probably like 20 you know it's like so with that being said it's like i've always had to you know come up with game plans come up with you know it's like different um just different create creative ways to like you know outdo the uh next man that's in front of me you know what i mean it's like i've always had to be like all right clearly he didn't say my film and he didn't say this this is what he's good at and i'm fully comp i'm fully confident in you know my capability to take away all that you know <laughs> When did it start making sense? And when I say that because the old adage from Tom Brady is, I have the answers to the test. Everything now is slower because I see it better. You started off your career, at one point you were, you know, 10 and 2. A lot of people thought, okay, well, 
Oh, sorry, nine. Sorry, nine and two. A lot of people thought, all right, he's going to be that much. And then all of a sudden, now you've gone on a run where you've beaten Vinicius de Jesus, Mark Leminger, Macon Mendonca, three very good fighters, better probably than the guys you lost to. When did it make sense? Like, when did you start going? Okay, I'm not thinking about this too much. I'm not, you know, going from well, should I do should a double? Should I do this? Or that? How when did it start making sense where you just feel comfortable? Just all right, this is what I'm going to do going into this fight, and you do it. You don't second guess yourself, and you're not going. Am I in? Am I out? I'm not sure. And uh, it was uh, it was definitely after that um fight with Harvey Park. You know what I mean? So like uh, that that whole scenario of me you know, being in a bad position to cause for that fight to be ended the way it did. And then like to see that motherfucker like celebrate like like crazy. You know what I mean? Like that's what made sense to me. And what made sense to me is like man, these motherfuckers don't give a shit about me, my family, or my career. So why should I give a shit about them? You know what I mean? It's like why should I give a fuck of I go out here and embarrass them or fucking limit them to where it's a completely boring fight, but I completely outclass them on the level of like, I neutralize you and there was nothing you could do, you know, against me. So I, I got to the point like, where it made sense of like, bro, fuck these folks, man. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't care about their life same way they don't care about mine. You know, it's like, and I just want to, implement my game plan and live my dream and you know reach my goals and nine times out of ten these folks they have the chance to man they 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 take my goals you know what i mean and give them to somebody else to turn it into their own something like and like, man i don't want no dude taking food out of my mouth or you know taking food off my table you know what i mean so my family can't eat it's a sport where you have to have confidence so when you lose it you're screwed when you have a lot of it you're in good shape how do you temper it both so you don't get too cocky, so you don't get too, you know, sometimes overconfident? Because even when you're fighting guys like Dakota Bush, James Horn, James Warfield Lane, it's easy to get tripped up because you look at the record, you look at this guy, oh, I can beat him. He's not that good. Oh, this guy's kind of, you know, bad. He's not that good. And most of the guys will catch you sometimes, as you've learned. So for mm-hmm. you, how did you learn? How do you, how have you learned to go, okay, I'm going to win this fight? But I'm not gonna just expect to win. I know I had to, you know, work my ass off because hey, this guy here, he's trying to take my, you know, he's trying to kick my ass. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, like, you know, it's levels of the fight, you know what I mean? And we all go through different levels. Like, you know, like the fight with Dakota, man, I knew for a fact I was like, man, I'm gonna get taken down. You know what I mean? As like, and that's something I'm not used to, you know. It's like, you know, it's like, but I had to realize like you know i'm gonna get take down do i make peace with the fact i'm getting take down or do i do something about the fact that you know he's skilled enough to take me down but is he skilled enough to keep me down or is he you know is his cardio good enough to you know keep transitioning from next move to the next move and next move and like stuff like that i realized my brother it's all levels you know what i mean it's like i'm i'm gonna go out here i'm gonna slip and fall he going to slip, you know what I mean? Like, he going to land hot shots. I'm going to have the high hand. And it's all about, like, keeping my composure and staying within a fight and realizing, like, you know, like, shit, well, the we like it or not, like, ain't nobody that stopped this fight. And that was just another level. That was just another hiccup. Or that was just another score. You know what I mean? It's like, either way, that's in the past now. And I got to look to you know, still winning this round, you know what I mean? Win the next 10 seconds or the next three seconds, you know. If you're just tuning in, once again, we got Jaleel Willis here on the show. We're talking all things, of course, his uh, road to Bellator, his upcoming fight here at Bellator 268. This Saturday here, once again, only on Showtime, we're talking uh, wins, losses here. I want to talk about, for you, training and what goes through it, especially now in today's era where back in the day you did a lot, you lost sparring, lost sparring, lost sparring. Guys, you know, that's what was always like iron sharp as iron. Now that things are getting more advanced, now that even at Memphis Judo Jiu-Jitsu, like 
How much time do you do on sparring? How much time do you now spend on technique, weight training, um, flexibility, you know, stuff that, well, all right, I know how to fight. I won't be able to keep my body in shape, you know, you know, peak level, not get worn down, bruised, or just, you know, tenderized because, hey, I'm always in there sparring. And next thing you know, you're suffering concussions. Yeah, man. It's like um, what we've what we done is we we got to the point to where we um you know we we still spar and we still spar hard, but we don't do the sparring that don't make sense. You know what I mean? Like I'm not in there with a heavyweight, you know, or in there with uh some small bantamweight like is a solid group of guys that's my size and you know like they give me my solid rounds and with us um you know with us being so around the same time and being so competitive it's very rare where we have instance where somebody getting knocked out or you know hurt something like that it's like it's it's always like a, a nice balance with that and so like here in Memphis you you got so many dudes like you know, either were a fighter, still a fighter, or can just scrap, you know what I mean, who about your size who can, you know, come in and really help out on the sparring side of things. And the, the, as far as, like, weightlifting, that's always been, like, you know, something that I've seen fighters not be able to get, be able to do because of, you know, like, daily jobs and, you know, or else they just too tired, you know, or don't have enough time, like trying to balance, you know, everything else at once. And luckily for me, I've been blessed to where I'm able to wake up and when your average person is going to clock in, you know what I mean? I'm going to, you know, get my strength training in and it's daily now, you know what I mean? It's not like a, a once a week or, you know, it was like an occasional deal whenever I get a chance to get around to the wild type of deal, you know what I mean? Like, it's a legit part of my work schedule, you know what I mean? So it's a good, good, good balance now since we've been with Bellator to, to be able to, you know, be supported financially to where we can focus on, you know, nothing but being the finest athlete we can be, you know. How much pressure do you put on yourself as sort of you're you're not one of the trainers here, you're not one of the coaches at the gym, but you're you're basically the de facto leader among the fighters in that you're the guy right now who's either in belt or UFC. You know, you're one of the few guys who is fighting the big organization. So fighters look up to you, whether it's people who are coming in the gym to work out, whether it's the amateur team. And you're the one that the coach points to go, hey, this is a success story. This is the guy who's, you know, came in here and is now becoming a professional fighter. How much pressure do you put on yourself to be the leader, you know, whether you're in the in the gym or outside of the gym? Because everybody's looking at you going, he's the success story. He's the role model. He's the guy you want to aspire to be. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, um, it's, it's more so just like uh, – I, I don't place the pressure there, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm, I'm just aware of these things that you just said, you know what I mean? It's like, I am, it's like, you know, I'm like, I am Memphis's favorite MMA child, you know what I mean? Other than Rampage, you know, it's like, so I know people are using me as a measurement tool and looking at me of like, if he can do it, I know I can do it. You know, it's like, I know that's all going down, but, as far as like putting the pressure on myself, man, like I don't even do it because I know, so I, I know I was one STEM and I, I'll go back and talk to them and like, you know, maybe they'll say something that'll kind of respark something that like, you know, I like a way I used to think like that and put me back into that mindset of like man you know the uh, this is how I was when I was looking up to the veterans on my level and just seeing where they was at and how motivated I was and more so my that's just like it just helped me to just like you know 
just know that there is no pressure. You know what I mean? Like all I have to do is be Memphis. And you know what I mean? It's like, I know I've already exceeded like, like, you know, where Memphis projected me to go or where, you know, the South has projected me to go. I've exceeded that already. And now it's like, it's like, I'm just more so like, man, it's, it's just like when I used to compete when I was younger, man. It's like, I'm, I'm just constantly, constantly like, not necessarily raising a bar, but just like, you know, still going, you know what I mean? It's like, they, I want people to see like, as long as he healthy, he's still, you know, at the gym every day. He's still, you know what I mean? Like, trying you know trying to win still you know it got the same winning mentality like even when he get knocked down he got the same winning mentality and that's why I want people to see him like that's how I carry that you know what I mean it's like so it's it really not too much pressure it's more so just like you know me knowing like you know I'm here competing and people watching me compete and I I enjoy that because I enjoy watching you know my home is competing in Excel. So I'm like, you know, we just kind of bouncing off each other. And I feel like we raising the bar for people, you know, on the outside looking in at us, not even knowing what Memphis got coming up, you know? It's one of the deepest divisions in Bellator, you can argue, welterweight. You have a champion, Yaroslav Amasov. You have Michael Page, Douglas Sue, which fought a couple of weeks ago. Then you got a bunch of guys who are all packed in the middle, whether it's Jason Jackson, Eamon Gracie, um, you got Andre Koreshkov, Joey Davis, Oliver Ankap, you got Jaleel Willis. Uh, how much of this for value this fight is coming up? Once again, it's going to be Bellator 268. It's going to be all the way in Phoenix, Arizona. It's 16th of, of, of October. How big is it for you not just to win, but win emphatically so you can start going, hey, I, I demand a top 10 you know, ranking. Hey, I demand a fight against Logan Storley or Oliver Enkamp, or hey, give me, you know, hey, give me, uh, you know, Neiman Gar Gracie. How big is it for you to start getting this win over Berkamov and going, okay, Bellator has to give you something because they realize you're not just, you know, a prospect, you are a legit contender. Man, it's, it's like, uh, it's, it's like my main, main focus right now. You know what I mean? It's like, I've, I feel I have to go out here and, like you said, not only have a good showing, but go out here and win and win, like, you know, dominantly. So they can see, like, you know, he's not just a prospect. You know what I mean? It's like I need them to know, it's like, you know, we need to have him in these, you know, top, top of the line fights. You know what I mean? It's like with the Sterlings, you know. It's like, cause I, I'm I'm there, you know what I mean? It's like I'm one percent there. I I literally just ain't from the, you know, I'm I'm like, I'm like I ain't just down there in the city, these motherfuckers. In, you know what I mean? It's like so I ain't got more the spotlight shining on me just because like they they've been working close with a motherfucker that's been in the UFC for the whole time or been adult tour for years. You know, it's like it's always just been, you know us at Memphis and what we got coming up and we trying to just poke out a little bit and show, but we always seem to poke out and show like, you know, we some good prospects, man, you know what I mean? But it's like, it's huge for me to like straight up do more than poke out. You know, it's like, I need to stick out and show his folks like, you know, he more than just Memphis, you know, it's like, it's a contender, you know. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, it's going to be Bellator 268. It is Nemkov versus Anglicus, Bader versus Anderson, and this man against Mohamed Bekhamov. I give you it is the realist himself. I give you Jaleel Willis. Uh, Jaleel, before I let you go, where can fans check you out at? Where is the Twitter page, Instagram, the website? Where can fans hit you up at? And it's all uh, Jay Willis MMA. Everything's Mars and Jay Willis MMA and should be able to find me. I'm uh, pretty sure it's like everything's same on all of it. Even uh, so, like, you know, my Facebook, you know, Jaleel the Realist. 
you know, Willis, uh, you can catch me on there and catch a lot of the things I do. And, you know, I mean, just look forward to uh, a solid, solid win this Saturday. Jaleel Willis, ladies and gentlemen, once again, always on a pleasure to have on the show. We come back. Final thoughts here, including what went down in Wilder versus Fury 3 and a whole lot more only on Last Call. Last Call with the alcohol only on Blue Wire Hustle Network. Once again, only on Last Call. Last Call with the alcohol, only on the Blue Wire Hustle Network. I want to thank my wonderful guests. Love to have uh, Michelle Rivera on the show. And I'm, I'm glad him and Cox got to talk because he has a lot of personality. And I think a lot of fighters don't show that enough in interviews. And hopefully this man gets a chance to fight for uh, bigger prizes, bigger fights going down in 2022. Looking forward to seeing him in action. Plus... We just heard from Jaleel Willis. Looking forward to seeing him in action. Bellator 268. That's looking like a stacked card. I'm looking forward to that card as much as his performance because he's right on the cusp of a top 10 ranking. You know, keep your eyes on this kid. He is going places. Uh, I want to turn our attention to this weekend. It was Wilder Fury 3. Any questions we had about both men got answered. Let's start with, uh, of course, the victor, Tyson Fury. Yeah. You, if you love him or hate him, you have to now give him props. He is perhaps the best heavyweight in the world. And yes, I know we, Alexander Usyk has has all the titles, but you look at Wilder, and Wilder brought everything, including his best shots, and Fury was able to get off the canvas twice, and literally. Continued fighting, and he wore down Wilder, who was gained weight, who had re, you know, reinvigorated himself, you know, rededicated himself, and you wonder who can beat Fury because he is the ultimate combination of size, intelligence, skill, and power. I get it; he doesn't look the part. He's never going to be that Fabio-looking heavyweight. No, he's not this one-punch, you know, knockout artist that we come to love with Tyson. Or Wilder. No, he's not American. He doesn't act sometimes like we want him to. But that, you know, gypsy, you know, the gypsy born, you know, you know, sometimes cantankerous, mischievous, witty, you know, Englishman has basically done what we've asked somebody to do. And that's take the heavyweight division by storm and conquer it. And I don't know when it's going to happen because right now Usyk and Joshua have a rematch. Uh, Otto Wallen's going to be taking on Dillian White. The winner of that gets Tyson Fury. And then you got mandatory. So we might not see a unified heavyweight division for a while. But at this point, does not matter? I mean, it, Tyson Fury is your heavyweight champion. He And it was the way he did it, which is what you got to be impressed with. For, you know, early round, it's, you know, Wilder. And then Wilder just unloads and drops Fury in the in the, in the fourth round. We think, okay, that's going to be it. And even through, you know, I'd say round five through seven, you know, Wilder was still game. And then, look, Fury is a very smart fighter. And people say, well, he, you know, he leaned on Wilder. He used his weight. Yeah, he, uh, this is what you have to give Fury credit to. 
He is a cerebral fighter in terms of he, any any weapon he has, he will use it. And I, as much as I don't like Bill Belichick, he is a Bill Belichick-like heavyweight. I know what I have. I know what my skill is. I know what this guy's skill is. I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm going to take away his biggest weapon. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And you know what? He get, he does it. He's not cheating. It's part of the rules. Hey, hey he gets, he does what he has to. And it's, it is it's very brilliant. And I give him credit because you got to say this about Deontay Wilder. Wilder has balls and he has heart. He came in there and he took a beating and he kept fighting. And it wasn't like with some of these other heavyweights, you can question Joshua's toughness. I hate to say it, but you can question. I, I'm not saying Joshua's weak, but I don't think Joshua has, has a, sometimes a gumption for a, a knockout, dragout fight. I think he's too reserved. I think he sometimes questions himself. Wilder's a dog. Wilder goes in there and misses his yard. He's going to do everything he can to. He will come out there, and if he has to go out in the shield, damn it, he's going to go out in the shield. And you can make the case that Deontay Wilder is the second best heavyweight in the world. Because I don't think Usyk has the chin to, you know, keep up with Fury to Wilder's power. I don't think Joshua has that dog in him to, you know, keep up the fight with Wilder. Fury does. And look, you can say what you want about Wilder. Yes, he should he have been more gracious? Maybe. You try, though. You, you try literally just giving a year and a half to get to this quest. And then losing like he did, and I don't think you know. I think if you give him time, he'll. He said he. I think he does respect Tyson Fury, but to come into the locker room afterwards, after you've been beaten, after you've been knocked out, you're not in the mind to just you know be nice after all this trash talk, after everything here. Sometimes you just got to give a guy a time. You've got to let him just unwind. But as I said. Kudos to Wilder, kudos to Fury. They, they brought it there. And you know what? It's funny. It's another heavyweight who deserves a lot of credit. That's Robert Hellenius. He bet big on himself. And look, there were a lot of people. We've had him on the show. There have been a lot of people who have written him off. Not athletic enough. Doesn't have the power. You know, he doesn't have the body. He went out there and he, he beat up, you know, Adam Kowakny now twice. He's not first knockout, second time to have DQ, and he's a guy you can look and go, well, why not make a run for it? I know everybody's going to look once again and go, well, he doesn't have the power. He hits hard enough, and he's a big guy. And I think this, and as he, we've had him on before, he said he was in a better place. He was no longer depressed. He was no longer. And I think mental health is a big thing. We've talked about it now with a lot of fighters on this show, and sometimes we don't, you know, we, we see if we have a physical injuries. We can always diagnose that. Anybody who has gone through, because, oh, well, he has a broken hand. He just needs to get that fixed. Oh, he has a bad knee. He needs to get that tweaked. Oh, he has a bad back. Oh, he has broken ribs. They can be fixed. Mental health's a lot tougher. It's so damn tough because you've got to figure out what are you going to do? How are you going to fix this? Where do I stand? How can I get help? How do I admit it? In a sport where mental toughness is the ultimate, it's tough to admit sometimes I need help. But as I said, great card. Uh, kudos to a lot of fighters there who stepped up. There's there some upsets here. Vladimir Hernandez over J-Rock Williams. Uh, we saw... Frank Sanchez make a big statement into the heavyweight division with his uh, outboxing F.A. Ajaba. A lot of things wouldn't happen here, but we got. But once again, we got to wrap this up because we're almost out of time. So once again, for my wonderful guests, for Jaleel Willis, for Michelle Rivera, and for my wonderful co-host Koska Akashova. This is Chris Carr saying, "Have a great weekend, everyone. I'm out of here. This stay tuned over this week coming up. We have it's." Well, Kama Ward is going to be joining the show. Plus, of course, we have another another UFC star who we got to uh, talk with, Eric Anders. All this and more only on Plus. We're going to be doing a Bellator recap this weekend. All this and more only on Last Call. Last Call at the Alcohol, only on the Blue Wire Hustle Network. <laughs>